0: Welcome to the desert of the real. What is real? How do you define real? Do you believe in
1: fate? No. Why not? Because I don't like the idea that I'm not in control of my life. You take
0: the blue pill, the story ends wake up in your bed and believe
1: whatever you want. To you take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. What are you trying to tell me?
0: I bullets? No. I'm trying to tell you that when you're ready, you won't have to.
1: There is no school. Who has time? Who has time? But then if we do not ever take time, how can we ever have? You know what that means? It's Latin. It means you, no, myself. As you adequately put, the problem is choice. Causality. Action. Action. Reaction. Cause. Infant. Everything begins with choice. No, wrong. Choice is an illusion created between those with power and those without.
2: This is a Sci-Fi Rewind with Kevin Batchelder, Miles P. McLaughlin, and Scott Herzog. Welcome back to the Sci-Fi Rewind, the podcast where we talk about shows and movies, in this case, uh, that have been off the air for quite some time, that haven't been in theaters for a while, but things that we want to go back and either rewatch, or maybe we've never watched in some cases, but in this case, we're doing a rewatch, and this is a collaborative effort between tuning into Sci-Fi TV and the Sci-Fi Diner podcast. I'm one of your hosts here, Scott Herzog from the Sci-Fi Diner podcast.
0: And I'm Kevin Batchel. And hello,
2: I am Miles P. McLaughlin. Maglo- we're here tonight to talk about where we're headed by the way i i noticed before we get into things that charlie jade is now airing on sci-fi
0: yeah that was a, a very pleasant surprise i wish they'd uh, given us a little more notice so we could have let people know but uh yeah they've uh they've got it slotted just started last week showing at 5 a.m on fridays
2: yes yeah, so if you're really dedicated you can get up early and watch it yeah. Or, you yeah, just so your, I, uh, yeah, or you can just set your yeah, or you can set your DVR and be done with it. So.
0: <laughs> give, give them some credit, though. At least they're showing sci-fi on the sci-fi channel.
2: Oh yeah, and that's very true. Now, um, <laughs> pro yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs>
2: they're showing them in order. Is that correct?
0: Uh, it appears to be so far. Yeah, they're about two episodes. Excuse me, two weeks in, and from what I see on my DVR schedule, it looks like they are doing it begin to end. Yeah.
2: So are you re, are you are you rewatching them?
0: Uh, I know several people since I, you know, just like with you guys, put the word out that it was out there that are going to be watching it. So I've been kind of skimming it, keeping an eye on some discussions on Facebook and other places since people have some questions and are going through it. So right. I'm you know, kind of going along with them. Right,
2: right. Well, very good.
0: Well, yeah, we got lots of great uh, feedback. I, I know you did too uh, from people who really enjoyed our Dark Angel and Charlie Jay discussions. I think we helped to get a lot of people to try them out. So that was really exciting. Yeah.
2: Yep. Well, very cool. Well, these movies that we're going to be talking about tonight, hopefully people have seen.
0: Oh, I would think so.
2: I would think, uh, I think a majority of geeks have. I'm not sure if it's totally. Well, so here, uh, I don't know how this discussion came out. Kevin, did you suggest this?
0: I think we started to throw out an idea or two about what we were going to do next. And we both saw that our springtime schedules were pretty busy. So uh, we weren't sure we could do TV shows. So then I think I think both of us or one of us said, well, what about doing movies instead?
2: Yeah, yeah. So we decided we're going to go the movie route. And I'm not sure how we came up with the movie that we're going to be doing. But we wanted to kind of put this out tonight to share with you guys, uh, with you guys and gals out there that are listening to this, what, where we're going to be headed and kind of what the schedule is and what the movies are. So I guess we should tell them that before we... Keep him holding on with bated breath here, right?
0: Exactly. Right, right. I think we've gone about long enough. <laughs> right,
2: right. How, how long can I stall? How long can I stall? <laughs> now, we decided that what we we're going to do is we are going to watch the Matrix trilogy. And I guess trilogy, but along with that, the Animatrix. And so trilogy with uh, some small mini episodes, I guess, thrown in there. Is there a reason we're doing the Matrix? I mean, I love the Matrix, so that's one reason. But uh, is there a reason to do the Matrix as a rewatch?
0: But the only reason on my side is I, I recently got the the Blu-ray editions and I haven't watched them yet, so it's perfect perfect reason to sit down and redo a rewatch.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I do have the Matrix, the original Matrix, in Blu-ray. I just don't have
1: the set. Miles, you were going to say something? Sure. I mean, the Matrix is one of those movies that I mean really kind of just changed the way of movie making uh, for for sci-fi action movies, and it was, for me, it was one of the first movies I ever got on DVD, um, and just it. it it still plays on regular DVD, regular DVD really well. I mean, it's, it still looks good and sounds good. You
2: know, I think it has to be my first movie on DVD as well. It seemed like for a while when you got a DVD player, when they, the boom was out, that that seemed to be the movie that really showed off the DVD player. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, as a matter of fact, I, uh, uh, at my house when I set up, oh goodness, now we're going back six, seven years, when I got my first high-def television with a small home theater system, I, the very first thing I wanted to put in to test it out once I knew it was working was the opening for, uh, uh, the second movie with the whole motorcycle off the, oh yeah roof and all that, you know, to just totally be surrounded by the experience and it was you know goosebump moment.
2: <laughs> yeah, and you know what? It's what amazes me is there's still when you go back and rewatch it, there's still some. It's been how many years? 1999 is yeah. when the original Matrix came out. And now we're now 12, 12, 13 years later, and it still holds up. At least most of it holds up. And I will probably get into much more discussion with that uh, in the upcoming episodes as we go back and rewatch it. But it's just a movie that... It was kind of out of its element. It was groundbreaking. It def- It was defining in its time. And it doesn't feel real dated. Or maybe I'm dating myself, and it doesn't feel dated to me. I don't know.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm I'm sure there's a lot of people who are probably excited that we'll be talking about The Matrix. But also, some of them are probably rolling their eyes as far as the sequels. I know the sequels don't always get a lot of love when it comes to
2: (laughs) No, they don't. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) In fact, uh, Dave Gray from Australia, who's been on our podcast, says he refuses to see the third one. He won't. He won't. He says it's well, the worst thing I, since sliced I will, bread.
0: I will at least I will give the concession that they are not as good as the original, but hopefully we'll be able to show how they are still worthwhile.
2: Uh, you know, I just think that there, there are some storylines that I really like in them. I won't say they, they don't hold as a package. They certainly don't hold together as well as the original. But uh, I liked them. I, I did.
0: I, no, I mean, I love the universe, so I certainly got a lot of enjoyment. Yes, there's a little bit of a mess in there, but, but I'm also, and maybe we'll get into this when we get to the podcast discussions, uh, I love the concept so much, I bought several books that explored the whole Matrix concept and philosophy and religion and such, and there's some, there's some cool tie-ins there that maybe yeah. we'll touch on when we get to the discussions.
2: Uh, do you have the red book, Philosophy in the Matrix?
0: Uh, yes, I also have the, uh, like a splinter in your mind. Yes. Uh, yeah. And Taking the Red Pill... Um, I think one other one. So yeah, I kind of you know I went a little overboard. But <laughs> so we're in just a fun
2: way. <laughs> we're just a little bit obsessed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe just a little. <laughs>
2: yeah, the fact that we're reading books on philosophy—it's uh—you know—it it was such a—it was a movie that had so much philosophy, and you could read—you could read out from a philosophical bent. There was obviously the religious bent that a lot of people read into it, um, and then uh, uh, the Wachowski brothers were just pulling from all sorts of sources.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and this this trilogy along with the uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy, I mean, um, those are the sets where I bought, you know, the collector's edition with, you know, nine DVDs and, you know, how uncountable hours of extras. And, yeah, raising my hand, I actually watched all of it. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can say that I was very obsessed with concepts and ideas. So it's going to be fun maybe trying to look at them a little differently for the sake of a coherent conversation
1: down
2: and, and Miles, you watched all of them, obviously, and you said you watched most of
1: the Animatrix? That yeah, yeah, that is correct. Um, yeah. I, I yeah, I, I own the first one. I don't own uh, the second and third one of the Animatrix. but uh um, yeah, I don't have as much love for the second and third uh, third one. There, there, there's there's a lot of moments in those that I that I really liked, and maybe it'll be different if I see it again. It's been it's been a few years since I've seen it either, so maybe it'll be different experience from come me. back with fresh eyes yes yeah uh, you know
2: i um in college I, I got my master's in in english and uh an english education uh, actually english writing and one of the courses i had to take was a course literary criticism and i convinced the professor to allow me to do a certain type of literary criticism on the matrix uh because i was oh. so i was so infatuated with the matrix world and uh and I just absolutely loved it. And I thought, ooh, philosophy of the Matrix. And we began to pull some of the philosophical concepts of the Matrix into it. I think it was the idea of a world within a world type of concept. I forget what they call it. There's a term for it. I can't remember. But, but yeah. So I'm I'm really excited that we're doing this now. Were there only four things, or were there, was there an animated Matrix series too beyond the Animatrix?
0: There, there, there is a. I'm thinking of them as discs, but there, there is a disc that has the Animatrix and several other. Uh, animated style stories in the universe and right. related to it. There's some pretty funky stuff there, I gotta say. But, but right. you know, again, kudos for the creativity of how the uh, people were able to take the concept and,
1: and even dig deeper.
2: Did you play, uh, did any of you guys play any of the video games that
1: came out? Uh, no, I wasn't aware there were video games that came out with the uh, yeah. Matrix.
0: Yeah. No, I didn't get into any of those myself.
1: I think I played Enter the Matrix
2: and made it through. And then the, the most recent one that came out was just called Neo, I think. I don't know. Uh, but I did play through that because, again, I was obsessed, and they kind of filled in the gaps with some storylines, kind of enriching our experience a little bit. It's been a while, but maybe we can talk about those a little bit, too. But So uh, so where, where does it leave us? I guess we got to talk about kind of our framework as far as timeline for watching these suckers, right? Yep. Yeah, so... Um, uh, I think uh, we said that we're figuring by about the middle of the month uh, we'll be watching it. So, the, like the first one, The Matrix, we'll watch by about the middle of April. Uh, then, for the second watch, which will be about the middle of May, we're going to be doing. Um, I just saw. I lost the name of it. I'm losing my cred. What's the name of the second Matrix movie? <laughs>
0: uh, the, the Matrix uh, Reloaded.
2: Reloaded. Reloaded. We're going to watch that along with, I think, the Animatrix. And then um, and then we'll be watching the third movie about the the middle of June, middle, beginning of June. So that gives you an idea. We're yep. taking our time. We aren't rushing through them. So if you don't have time this week or the next week, you have some time to, to watch them with us. And we're telling you this because we want you to watch it with us. And we want to hear your comments and your thoughts as to how these movies hold up over time, what you liked about these movies, what bothered you, anything you noticed that maybe you didn't notice before. Uh, that's kind of what we're uh, we're looking for. we love to get your comments both on in the forums. I know tuning in tuning to Sci-fi and the, our Facebook page on the Sci-Fi Diner podcast and uh, you know you can obviously contact us through our emails and our Twitters as well
0: uh, yep that's a good part of what, what made the first uh, sci-fi rewind so much fun was the feedback from all the listeners.
2: Yeah, absolutely. and uh, we expect I'm, I'm hoping that we get a fair amount of feedback because these movies have certainly had a huge impact on a lot of people. And a lot of people have a love hate relationship with the Wachowski brothers and The Matrix.
0: Should be a should be a good launching point and, and you know, we'll also plant the seed there in the back of everybody's mind too to be thinking ahead because the the other thing we were wondering is eventually once we complete these, if there were some other films to do, you know. Maybe if folks have certain ideas of things they think would be good ones to talk about or Yeah hear our take on, you know, keep that in the back of your mind too. A, a movie rewatcher. Or going down a list of the 100 greatest sci-fi movies, maybe finding ones we haven't all seen might be kind of fun at some point, too.
2: Right. And the reason, the reason again, we're kind of taking movies is because we're heading into summer here. There's a little bit less time on our plate to do a rewatch of an entire TV series. It's not that we're abandoning that totally, but maybe at least for the immediate future, we're looking at maybe doing movies, which you can do in an hour or two, and it doesn't take an immense amount of time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's just more an available time to make sure we keep the keep the train moving since we don't want to get derailed by trying to take on too much.
2: Absolutely. Well, any, uh, any final thoughts from you guys before we, uh, go into the great beyond and begin watching the matrix.
0: No, I'm good. Well, no. I think we pretty much got out there and, and again, just make sure you all jump on board and go with us. Cause that's, that's what makes it so much fun.
2: So, uh, Kevin, can you just, re- I know we kind of hinted at this, but can you tell people where they can find tuning into sci-fi, but especially where they can comment on the matrix? Uh, from your end of yeah,
0: things. Yeah, folks. Yep. If you come by our website, our primary website is uh, tuning uh There's links there to our Twitters and Facebook and forums. We'll be sure to put a thread there if you're the type who wants to get involved in the detail. And, uh, you know, I know Scott and Miles always get stuff going on the Facebook uh, fan page for Sci Fi Diner. So we'll we'll try to get a couple of spots on both places for people to share some thoughts with us.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, um, and Miles, they can always uh, Twitter you, right? Yes, son of War for Twitter. Yeah, and also we of course are both in Facebook, but we really the place where we really kind of interact with a lot of people is on our Facebook fan page, and we have a lot of good discussions there. So you can drop a line on your thoughts about the Matrix and how it holds up. And again, we're looking for any thoughts you have about it.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. Since there is so much there in terms of depth, that there's certain. Story aspects you want us to pay close attention to for the sake of discussion, you know, that's the great time is to catch us before we've watched it.
2: Yeah. You know, I could easily see us talking about The Matrix for over an hour if we don't watch it. I'm I'm worried. No, no, no twenty-minute episode here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, highly doubtful. I can just see my notes now.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Well, hey, it's great chatting with you. And until the next time, we will catch you on the next Sci-Fi Rewind, where we will, where we will be discussing the Matrix.
1: Take care, gang. Good night and good luck. source of your greatest strength and your greatest weakness If I were you I would hope that we don't meet again We won't
2: Sci-Fi Rewind is a collaborative effort between the Tuning Into Sci-Fi TV podcast and the Sci-Fi Diner podcast. If you would like more excellent sci-fi content, please check out one of these shows. Please email us at sci-fi rewind at gmail.com.